If you worry about what other people think, soon enough, you will be on the sidelines of your life. Welcome to the Millionaire Woman Show, where we'll be discussing leadership, business, human potential, inspiring you to live rich from the inside out. Unlock your creativity, stretch out of your comfort zone, break through your barriers, take inspired action, and achieve epic results. Now here's your host, three-time best-selling author, speaker, and certified executive coach, Deborah Kozowski. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Millionaire Woman Show. We are grateful that you are here and listening once again to leadership life and business principles that really help you live your life rich from the inside out. Today's my special guest is Kelly Roach. She is known as a business catalyst, helping elite business owners become trailblazing disruptors in their industry. By combining timeless business principles employed by billion dollar corporations and speed and agility of today's most powerful online strategies, Kelly helps entrepreneurs achieve million dollar breakthroughs in their business with simplicity and connection. As a former Fortune 500 executive, Kelly built and led record-breaking sales teams in 17 locations around the United States. She has built her coaching company to a multi-million dollar mark by leveraging scalable intimacy to create the first ever accountability-driven coaching program on the market while revolutionizing the way entrepreneurs launch their offers. In addition to being a best-selling author, Kelly is a regular featured expert on both local and national news and a guest contributor to Business World's top publications. She also hosts her, the top 50 marketing podcast, The Unstoppable Entrepreneur Show, which I have been digging into and it is phenomenal. Kelly is committed to her ongoing philanthropic work with one-on-one -on -one business model that brings clean drinking water to those who do not have access through her Human Family Foundation and is the co-owner of Give Her Courage movement designed to give young girls the competitive edge they need to rise to the top, break through their barriers, and create lasting change in the world. Please welcome Kelly Roach to The Millionaire Woman Show. Thank you so much for having me and thanks for the intro. No problem. Kelly, you know, I, like I said before we hopped on here, I was, uh, you know, digging into your website, listening to content and really intrigued with a number of items that I want to dive into. But really right now with so much uncertainty that's going on in the world and just when people want to stand out from the crowd more than anything, there needs to be some disruption. There needs to be those people who show there's a different way of thinking about things. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you um, became a disruptor yourself and then yeah. now teach others to be disrupting as well? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I would say the easiest way to become a disruptor in your space is to be a consumer in your space. Right. So for me, it was very easy and very obvious to determine how I was going to completely disrupt the online coaching space because I'm a consumer in it. 
So all the same things that everybody was frustrated with and annoyed by and disappointed in were the same things I was frustrated by and annoyed by and disappointed in. And the only difference between me and the millions of other business coaches that are still struggling to stand out is that I decided to do something about it. I said, it's one thing to express a negative emotion or feeling about an experience that you have. It's a whole nother thing to translate that into problem solution, right? And I call this selling to the gap. And this is one of the principles that I have been teaching to my clients for the last couple of years that is literally helping people produce hundreds of thousands of dollars in revenue very, very quickly and very easily because this is the extra mile. This is the work that the vast majority of people are not willing to do. And when you raise your hand and you do the right thing and you focus on serving at the next level and you're obsessed with getting your clients and your customers better results faster, it's not hard to discern how you can be the disruptor versus being disrupted. Right, right. And one of the things, because I was looking at your accountability coaching, and I know, you know, people want to be held accountable at the same time they don't want to be, but in order to get results in coaching, of course, we need to have that accountability in place. And I think it's fascinating how much we require that accountability to follow through and really get things done. What have you noticed with the accountability in your program? Well, yeah, absolutely. For us, you know, a couple of years ago, we flipped our whole model inside out and, and became the first ever accountability led coaching company. And we saw our clients results skyrocket immediately. And it's not because people don't work hard. It's not because people don't um, get energized around their goals or, or want to do the right thing. It's because our lives are chaotic. You know, think about our everyday lives now. We have the kids home from school. We're, we're running our homes. It's our office. It's our school. It's, you know, people have hundreds of priorities poking and pulling them away from what they need to do to accomplish their ultimate goal. And so anytime you add an element of human connection and interaction that provides a support mechanism for helping people to pull back on track when they get off track is obviously going to substantially increase their success ratio. So when I think about accountability, you know, I don't, I don't so much think as, you know, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing or, you know, we're, we're kicking your butt because you're not trying hard enough. Although, you know, every now and then you have a tough love conversation. It's more so helping people to get back on track when life gets in the way mm -hmm. and helping to really clarify exactly what to do, when to do it and what order to do it in. So, you know, that's huge. And, and that really can be applied across and industries and across spaces if you're providing a transformation of any kind. And with that powerful transformation, I see that when, as a coach, it's really important not to do what they describe as the heavy lifting because the client is the one who needs to move through that transformation. But what I liked about your approach is when you're hiring into having an accountability coach, is that they have also a personal responsibility to ensure that person's success. So yeah. it's a different way of looking at that heavy lifting. So I'd love for you to tell us a little bit more about that. 
Yeah, I mean, it's an absolute game changer. When you think about lifetime value of a customer and you think about first retaining a customer, then upselling the customer, then gaining referrals from the customer, you know, the value of one customer can be 10x by inserting this accountability mechanism. And when, yeah, when you have a human being that their whole job is to help your clients to be successful, you know, we have a whole team now of almost 15 of them and all they do is work with our paid customers to help them accelerate and get better results in the program that they already purchased in the in the coaching system that they've already stepped into with the unstoppable entrepreneur so yeah i mean it, it absolutely makes a massive difference and i mean just think about that for the second you know what is the impact of having someone who their career success is completely measured upon the success of your customers um, obviously for your brand reputation and for the elevation of your positioning in the market the testimonials that you're going to get the repeat business that you're going to get the referrals the retention um, it, it's it's a complete game changer it's, it's untouchable in terms of a comparable strategy yeah and and when it comes to decision making because that's what it comes down to we really do need to know the metrics and have a way to know what's going on because there's the phrase that what gets measured gets managed and if you're not measuring you're not making good decisions so Absolutely. your most recent podcast math matters i'd love for you to share with us um especially about the return on time i think right yeah. now and every time you know we have time that we say that we don't have enough yet if we were to put the cards on the table as you said in your podcast about what things am I getting a return on my time? Tell us a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. It's so, so interesting, right? Because, you know, you look at a business owner that's working 40, 60, 80 hours a week to grow their business and they're really struggling to do so. And you look at the vast majority of what they're doing and obviously you could erase all of that and it would not impact their results because they're struggling to grow to begin with. And I think too many times people do things like maybe because they think they're supposed to be doing them or someone told them that they're supposed to be doing them um, or they think that's what a business owner does or, or those are the things that are being pushed you know, in front of them, they're the loudest screaming thing in, in front of them, you know, but I think as a business owner, it's really looking at return on time, right? You know, how much time did I invest in this thing? And then what was the outcome? Because what I find a lot of times is that people are actually confused about where they're getting ROI because they're not looking at it from the standpoint of how many hours did I put here and what was the return? And I gave the example on my podcast that, you know, back a couple of years ago, I was spending almost no time marketing my books. And when I started marketing my books, I found I could do literally a two minute video and make sales on the spot. And so I said, my return on time for that is unquantifiable because we know for a fact that when someone reads the book, they're 10 times more likely to invest. Our lowest dollar program is $18,000, right? So it's not just the return on time for the fact that they watched a two minute, it only took me two minutes. Someone just bought a book. It's what does that then translate to in the business? And I think we really have to come back to that because I think a lot of times people are making those decisions about where are they going to spend their time, their money, their focus based on instant, immediate ROI, which is a lot of times the absolute worst way that you can make decisions, right? Yeah, because successful entrepreneurs look long term what is the impact long-term versus the instant gratification? 
Exactly. And I know with solo entrepreneurs who, you know, may be leveraging social media, I would love to get your take on that return on time when it comes to social media use versus, you know, people surfing or, you know, thinking that they're doing things to gain prospects. Yeah. What is, what is the most valuable way to discern that? Yeah, absolutely. So when, when you think about time spent on social media, you know, first of all, you have to recognize that, you know, it's it's not a, a this for that exchange. It's not like a quid pro quo. Like I spent 10 minutes on social media and I, I make a $1,000, right? Like social media is a relationship between you and the market. And that's a relationship that grows and evolves over time. It's very much a long game, right? It's not until you have an established audience that it's an immediate ROI. Like me, seven years in, yes, I can go do a, 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 an hour-long sales presentation and I can make $100,000. I can make $200,000. But that's because I put in seven years of doing videos and work and engaging with the audience. And I still say to people, I have countless videos that have one comment or three likes, you know, and that still happens to this day. I never even look at that stuff because I'm playing a long game. I'm playing a long game, right? So when you look at social media, you have to look at your time in a couple categories. It's one, am I interacting directly with a prospect, whether it's on the newsfeed or in the messenger, right? Or two, am I creating compelling content that I'm going to repurpose and use ongoing, like videos that you're going to push out? And then three, am I live with my customer? So, you know, if, if you're a business owner that wants to grow your business on social media, you should have like zero time in the newsfeed, right? There's really no reason to be in the newsfeed. You should be, you know, engaging with the people that are, you know, participating and, and engaging in your content, messaging your prospects, right? And building rapport and relationship with them, or you're literally recording live content or pre-recorded content to serve them. Absolutely. And I know that there's been times that I've, you know, met people, but we didn't coach till three, four years later, because everything happens at the right time. And, you know, I know there's people who will get into that very salesy mode and that person's not ready. And transformation, I don't believe can be forced. It is something that needs to evolve. It needs to have a level of readiness. It has to have a level of confidence and motivation attached to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, that's, you know, when, when you're looking at building your audience and anything on social media is essentially audience building, you have to be focused on your investment, not your extraction. People that come to the table with an extraction mentality are going to almost always lose because they're looking at, again, that tit for tat. I did this. What do I get out of it? Versus people that build really successful brands on social media, it's a continuum. They're always investing in their market. They're always serving. They're always adding value. They're always showing up. And then, yes, when it is time to sell, they're going to sell like crazy and they're going to nail it right? Because they have all this built up reciprocity in the bank, right? Mm -hmm. So what I would say to everyone listening is ask yourself, how much do you have built up in the reciprocity bank right now? And what do you need to do to really, you know, pump that up a little bit so that the next time you are ready to sell, you have people pulling out their credit cards ready to go because you already have that built up reciprocity in the bank from that investment that you've been making in them. 
Absolutely. That reciprocity is huge. Like, and I don't think I've ever heard it described that way, Kelly, in the fact that you're doing all of this now and that reciprocity is going to come as you build up that time. It's so important. And, you know, I, I talk about this on the podcast all the time. You said, you're, you know, you need to be thinking about your business in five and 10 and 15 year increments. Everyone thinks about their business in five and 10 and 15 minute increments. That is why 85% of businesses still fail. And it's not going to change until we change, until we're playing a long game, until we're coming to the table with an investment mentality, until we're coming to the table with an intention of serving and then allowing that service to translate into ROI for us. You know, people playing that short game, they're just going to lose because they're not going to maintain the energy and the momentum and the strength of conviction for long enough or in a powerful enough way to ever kind of get over that finish line. That totally makes sense. And I love the way that you've um, portrayed it. So looking back, let's say 10 years, what would you have told yourself from the person that you are now to the mindset that you had then? Yeah. Well, we, you know, a couple things. One, start your business sooner. I was almost 30 when I started my business. Okay. So I, I really wish I had started sooner. So to anyone listening that has a dream and you haven't gotten started on it yet, just get started. Um, that would be one. Two would have been to start my podcast right away. Um, so my podcast has become a huge part of my brand. It's, it's been a, a, you know, a great source of elevation in the market as well as revenue. And I wish I had started that from day one. Um, and, and the other thing is just enjoy the process, you know, because I think when you're building up, it's very different. Like, you know, I run a multi-million dollar company now. I have a team of 25 full-time people. It is so different right? But when you're starting and every day, it's like this emotional, like pain of like, why am I not good enough? Why am I? It's just, I just would have told myself like, be patient, trust the process. Like your hard work does pay off. Now that hard work needs a science to it, right? It's not about throwing spaghetti at the wall. There needs to be a science to it. But I would have just like told myself to like chill out and breathe a little bit and just like enjoy it because it's all coming. You know what I mean? So how did you build up the mindset piece, the entrepreneurial mindset? Because we know that there's roller coaster and pe many people are experiencing it right now to have that toughness, to have that grit to move forward. Yeah. I mean, listen, I probably had more failed launches than anyone listening to this show today. Like I would love to have like a contest and see, I think I failed so many times in, in, in my learning process. And it really came down to this, Deborah. It was either like I was going to pick myself up and I was going to dust myself off and I was going to try again, or I was going to get out of the game. And at the end of the day, for me, my why of getting into the business, I wanted to work from home. I wanted to have financial freedom. I wanted to be able to travel the world with my family. You know, I, I had such a big why that like giving up and getting out of the game was not an option for me. And so my only choice was like, dust it off, you know, like, okay, one more round of experience under the belt. Like, let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's about getting up faster than each yes. time, right? Yeah. Knowing that there is no option. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I know you have a brand new book launching, um, literally, and uh, it's called The Live Launch Method. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that's about and what people will learn when they start to read that book? 
Yeah, absolutely. It's probably of my six books. I have three books in one company, three books in the other company. This is this is my my most proud accomplishment. And the reason why is that this is an area that I know based on the amount of failure and struggle that I had to get to this point to develop this methodology. Uh, and I came from Fortune 500 background. I came from sales background. I wasn't new to this whole business game, right? The, the antiquated, complicated, complex methodologies that are being taught online for how entrepreneurs can scale with launching are simply not viable for the average person. And for me, I finally realized that I needed to stop trying those methods and create a completely different one. And that is when we literally skyrocketed. And it, it wasn't when I created that methodology, I had no intention of teaching it. I created it for myself because all of those other things just simply weren't working. And I was like, I can't fail at this anymore. I need to do something different. We stripped away all the technology. We stripped away all the webinar slides. We stripped away all the pre-recorded content. We got rid of the funnels. We got rid of all the technology tools and literally simplified the launch process down to me and live streaming, two-way interaction using intuition, interacting with people and just serving, serving, serving. And um, it, it's been insane to watch the clients. We've had people come to us and in their first month do over $300,000 in sales with their first live launch, doing the process completely completely imperfectly learning as they went. And so, you know, this is the kind of thing where the average person can succeed. And, you know, a lot of these other methodologies that had been taught and are still taught, yes, if you have a celebrity following of a million people, yes, you can use those methodologies and be successful. But the average entrepreneur like me was coming in, I was working my tail off, killing myself with no results to be found. And it's because all of those barriers uh, that, that are between you and the people you're trying to serve and all of those layers of complexity are really, uh, they're, they're disallowing you from creating the human connection, which is what people are really craving. You also don't have enough time to build a true relationship with the market. It, when you don't have a celebrity name and you're not Oprah, right, where people are coming to you already with that reputation preceding you, you have to learn to position yourself in a way and communicate in a way that you can quickly create that rapport, create that reciprocity, build that trust to bring people to the point of buying. And these other methodologies just simply don't provide that. Yeah. And, and you talked about, like even in your bio, it talks about intimacy in business and that's not something that I've heard people describe right yeah. why intimacy in business because we think about that in personal relationships yeah. but how is yeah. that effective in business I mean because the thing is is you know all of the data shows that as we get more tools for technology, our phones are by our sides all the time, we're constantly on social media, all of the data shows that more and more what people are craving is connection. Really what people want in their lives is a sense of connection. They want to be seen. They want to be heard. And, you know, even when you see people doing the selfies on social media and all this crazy stuff, these are people that are crying out for attention right? So if you focus your business, one, around serving and making a difference, two, around teaching true value that is going to give people a formula or a framework that they can work off of that pretty much anyone can step into and be successful. And, and you do it in a way that people can create and leverage human connection. Like that's going to, you're going to be the only person in your space that offers that. 
And going back to where we started the interview, you were asking me about this idea of like standing out, right? So many people, it's their number one question. You know, I want to be a life coach. There's 500 million life coaches. I want to be a business coach. There's 500 million business coaches. How the heck do I stand out? I guarantee you that if you focus on human connection, that you'll be the only person focused on that, right? And, and all of a sudden, it's not you trying to orchestrate or engineer how you're standing out with like doing this crazy stuff, but instead you're standing out organically because of the way you're doing, the way that you're serving. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it is about that intimacy, and I've heard it put as into me see, in the fact that you are really taking time to get to know the people that you're working with to see who they are, what their goals and dreams are, and be able to connect with them and see if there's a way that you can either refer them to another business or provide that service yourself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. So the book's coming out, book number six for you, this fascinating. So I have a couple more questions before I get you to share all the details of how yeah. they can get a hold of it. So a couple of questions that I always end the interviews with is what is one book that has impacted your life? Oh, Think and Grow Rich. I read it once a year, every year. I have for probably almost 15 years now. Uh, completely changed the way that I think about myself, the world, uh, the amount of power and control and influence we have over ourselves and our outcomes. So I would say even if you're listening to this and you've read it once, you've read it five times, read it one more time because every time I read it, I get something different out of it. And what's the most recent thing that you got out of it? you you've shifted you know i think what's shifted for me is he speaks about all of these iconic people in history that shaped the world of business right that that fundamentally shifted how things are done in the United States and, and had been done historically. And what I realized most recently is that we're in a time right now where each one of us has the opportunity to step up and be those people. Everything is prime for disruption. Everything is prime for innovation. And it's kind of like, I want everybody listening to this today to read the book and say, why not me? Yeah. I love that. I love that. So your final question is, what does it mean to you to live rich from the inside out? Yeah, you know what it is? It's, it's being in total alignment with what's in here and then what you're actually doing out here, right? And I feel like for me, my pursuit of this mission that I have of simplifying the path to, to financial freedom through entrepreneurship for people, like that's, that's total alignment for me because I want to give people the gift of not having that financial stress, that financial strain. I want to know that I'm changing not just a life, but generations that follow. So I think when you know what your sole purpose is, you know your reason for being on the planet, you know your why, but then you're actually acting on it, right? You're not complaining about what you don't like. You're not uh, assessing other people and judging how they're doing it, but you're getting out there and you're doing that. You're being the change. To me, that's a rich life. So making things happen. Making it happen. Making all it happen. Right. All right, Kelly, please tell everybody how they can stay in touch with you and grab a hold of that live launch method. Yeah, definitely. Well, number one, grab a copy of the book. It's an hour of your life that literally could be the transformer. It's a simple read. It's an easy read and it is immeasurable. The that you will make to how you do business because of it. So you can go to kellyroachcoaching.com to grab a copy of that. But coinciding with that, I'm running a free workshop. It kicks off on May 18th, where I'm actually teaching the live launch method live, 
So if you heard a little bit of the conversation today and you're like, yes, I've struggled with launches, I've struggled to grow my programs online, I'm looking for something new and different, I would absolutely recommend that. You can head on over to the Tribe of Unstoppables, which is my private Facebook group, register for free, and a member of my team will get you set up and started. Fantastic, thank you for this interview. It's been uh, phenomenal to learn some of the tips and strategies and just your insights into viewing entrepreneurship in a very different way than you know what people traditionally look at and i love how you are selling to the gap looking at where there's opportunity to grow finding the solutions and really moving forward awesome thank you so much for having me i really enjoyed the conversation what would be one final um, lesson or uh, message you would love to leave with our listeners and viewers yeah, I mean, I would say the biggest thing is that anything is possible, right? I think the world just experienced just a massive kind of uh, dash of cold water in our faces over the last, you know, couple months here. And, you know, in, in any set of challenges like that that arise, uh, a set of massive new opportunities come. So I would start asking yourself, what opportunities are now possible because of and, and kind of let go of what was and begin to embrace what can be. And I think there's a whole lot that can be. And I think the future is very, very bright for entrepreneurs around the globe. And I'm excited to see how this un unravels. Absolutely. It's going to be fantastic to see what evolves from what can be, because we will never go back to what we thought was a normal. Um, even right now, every single day is a new normal. Yeah, and it will absolutely transform. Thank you again. Thank you everyone for joining us on the Millionaire Woman Show. We would love for you to go over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate and review, as well as go to any of the, where you get your podcasts provided to, or you can watch this again on YouTube anytime you want to have that connection, that visual connection between Kelly, myself, and you. And uh, review, take notes, and I'd love also for you to go over to my website at www.debrakazowski.com where you can get your three-part mini course that is all about making your habits stick, putting in that focus, consistency, that accountability so that you can knock your goals and dreams out of the park and make them your reality. Again, that's www.debrakazowski.com. In the show notes, we'll have all that contact information that Kelly shared with you so that you can connect with Kelly and create your own live launches and step into success. As Mahama Gandhi said, be the change you wish to see in the world. And on behalf of Kelly and myself, go out and make today great. <laughs>